People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio.
Standard Time on Wednesday, January 8th, 2014, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. But just to quickly explain, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show, all right? It's for anybody and everybody out there, all right? Yes, even you. Yes, you. Does any of the following sound familiar? Because if so, rest assured that Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your safe haven, your new home away from home, the place you always knew existed but couldn't find. You guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total fucking high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and casters for bad bands way too tight? Are you just sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a teeny, tiny, itsy-witsy bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral with all that stupid shit you did at that party last weekend? Are all of your friends assholes to talk behind your back and then smile to your face? Is the guy or girl you like not responding to your text messages, your Facebook posts, your retweets, or all of your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit! Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legit radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is, all right? I need you to pick up your smartphone and dial 646-378-0649 so you can let me, Alexi Celine Wasser, yeah, that's my full name. I'll divulge everything about myself for you so you know that you're not alone. Just dial that number so I can be the shoulder that you cry on. All right? Now, I don't know why, I don't know when this happened, but all I want to do, all I want to do, big sister, that you never even knew that you needed. All right? And maybe boys out there will consider me the cool big sister that they jerk off to, but they don't tell anybody about. But I'm that girl because I'm cool and helpful and, and interesting and neat. Whatever I need to be to you, to be helpful is what I want to be. So let's get back on track. Call in. Pick up your fancy phone. You can even call me using Gmail or Skype. Whatever it is you need to do to get through. And dial 646-378-0649. God, I've already lost my voice. Show's over. I've already lost my voice. It's done. We're done. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's come to this. Uh, anyway, no, it's not true. It's too soon. It's the beginning of January. This is the first show of the new year. I can't believe it. I took a brief hiatus, and now I'm back, and I miss everybody so much. So if you're out there, I'm excited to talk to you because I want to know all about your, your bizarre, you know, I know we're eight days into the new year, but I do want to know about your bizarre New Year's Eve. You know, I, want, I want to know what happened. I want to know, like, because I had a fucking, it could have been okay, but I had a fucking train wreck for New Year's Eve. I had a wonderful holiday. I want to tell you all about it, the highlights, the lowlights. But if you want to learn from someone's mistakes, I'll tell you my story about what happened to me on New Year's Eve because I was a fucking mess. And uh, I'm not proud of myself, but I'm fucking not going to say I wasn't because uh, how, can we, how do we learn if we don't, if we don't uh, share our, our uh, I don't know, our vulnerabilities with others? Anyway... If you guys are too much of a pussy to call in and uh, you, you just don't want to call in for whatever reason, even though you can use a fake name, you can always tweet me your question. 
My Twitter info is at I'm Boy Crazy. The letter I, the letter M, B O Y C R A Z Y. Oh my goodness. Oh jeez. All right. So here's what happened to me. I'm just gonna start with New Year's Eve and then I'll backtrack and then we'll get to all the phone calls. Um so I am in a long distance relationship. Um and the guy, the guy I'm dating, who is lovely, came to town on, like, the 13th of December, and we were going to be together for, like, three and a half weeks, like, 24-7. We've not been together this much. We have not spent this much time together ever before. So, and normally, I would have been terrified, but for whatever reason, I don't know what this if it's because I'm, you know, more mature or whatever the fuck it is, like, I was just, I was just excited. I was just excited to see him. I thought I'll walk through any weirdness that happens. You just deal with it and confront it as it comes. Maybe Boy Crazy Radio is helping me more than I know, or therapy, or just whatever, getting older, whatever. Um, But before this, if a guy was ever going to stay at my house, uh, not that I've ever dated anyone aside from the guy I'm currently dating. Just kidding. Um, Anyway, prior to that, if I had had a guy say, oh, I'm going to stay with you for three weeks, I would have been, my head would have exploded. It would have exploded on the spot. I would have probably murdered him, gouged his eyes out, uh, you know, eaten his heart, punched him in the face, cut off his dick, like whatever. I would have just been, or slammed the door in his face, changed my number. Anyway, this guy and where I'm at in my life now, no big deal. So he's going to come, he came to town the 13th. Fantastic. Whatever. I'll tell you about the in-between stuff later. New Year's Eve rolls around. We had already traveled to Hawaii together. I would never been to Hawaii. That was exciting. We'll get to that. Um, have any of you guys ever been to Hawaii? Because I had never been. I feel like everybody I've ever met in my life, is, they've all been to Hawaii. I had never been there. I liked it. What's, what's not to like? It is kind of like Disneyland. It's a bit like Disneyland. It's very expensive. But then I got out of the resort that I was at. But God damn it, you guys. I said I would get to that later. Okay. You know, I went. I met his parents. We, we You know, we've never, we have traveled to and to one, one another, we've met each other at airports, and we've picked each other up at airports because we're doing a long-distance thing, but we've never actually been on a plane together, so that was exciting to cross that threshold. So, yakety schmackety, blah, 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 lots of stuff happened, things are great, whatever, we're learning about each other, life is good, New Year's Eve rolls around. Now, the only reason we're in Los Angeles, pretty much for the most part, is because I'm aware of a party going on that his old friend is throwing in Los Angeles. His old friend, his old friend will call him Nigel. Nigel is throwing a party with his girlfriend that I've got, that I get along with, that I've kind of become friends of, friends with. We'll call her Zoe. Nigel and Zoe are having a party in Los Angeles, which is perfect because it accommodates both me and my long distance boyfriend. Because, uh, well, you know. We, we get along with these people. One's his old friend, one's my new friend. Fantastic. Fancy house, really beautiful, in Laurel Canyon, great. Other friends of my dude that I'm dating will be at this party as well. Great. New Year's, the day before New Year's Eve, dude I'm dating, we'll call him, uh, what do we call him? We'll call him, hmm, what do we call, we'll call him Roman. Okay, so my boyfriend, Roman, so Roman, the day before New Year's Eve, while we're both getting manicure pedicures, which is another thing that I don't even do with my girlfriends because I'm such a fucking control free compartmentalized weirdo that I can't, I can't, I don't even like getting manicure pedicures with my mother because I just want to be left alone. Doesn't don't I sound like someone who wants to be left alone? 
somebody who's talking into a, a microphone, sharing details about her life to the uh, strangers on the Internet. Anyway, but usually when I'm getting my manicure pedicure, I wouldn't want to be doing this either. I want to be alone. But this person is different. Roman is different. Codename Roman, boyfriend, is different. He's an effeminate, masculine, whimsical dream. Very chill, as they say. I hate that word. I can't fucking stand the word chill. I just don't say it. It's not. It's it's for people of my time, but I just feel like I'm an old soul, and I won't. Uh, I won't go there. I don't really want to. But I'll I'll, I'll, I'll reference the word chill every every so often because it's it's of the times. Okay. So codename Roman and I are getting our manicure pedicures. We got matching ones, by the way. Don't worry about it. Okay. So he he asks his old friend Nigel, who's throwing the party in Laurel Canyon. Hey man. One of my uh, my my bandmates, work acquaintances, workmates is uh, is going to be in L.A. After all, can I bring him to the party? Thinking, of course, Nigel's going to say, "Yeah, you're my old friend. I'm happier in Los Angeles. I've been wanting to hang out through for ages. The New Year's Eve party, of course, bring your friend. Of course, bring your your workmate to the to this raging party in the Canyon." But Nigel says no. I guess they're at capacity. So already this is like fucking a hard off. This is fucking shitty. What are you fucking talking about? It's supposed to be a fun rager of a night. We're all, we're in Los Angeles. The more the merrier. We, we aren't dregs. We're cool people. We all want to rage. I would have just stayed in like you know in Seattle or wherever I was with uh with my with my long distance relationship dude, code name Roman. If I knew that things were gonna get clumsy and confusing on New Year's Eve. Anyway, so that's kind of a hard-off. That's a fucking bummer. Um, so we were like, shit, that's annoying. So then uh, I I tell my friends that, that I'm, I'm telling where to go. I go, listen, all six of you, we're having problems with this party that we all intended on being at. I know of this other party that's happening in Laurel Canyon as well, strangely enough. Shall we go to this party? Now, this party... It's like like a circus party. It's weird. It's like this family of like acrobats and like people who do stuff at the Renaissance Fair. Totally not usually my scene at all, but could be interesting. The top of Laurel Canyon, top of a hill. I'm already foreshadowing a nightmare happening. Um, should we just go to this party? So my friends and the dude I'm dating, we're all just kind of like, you know what? Fuck this at capacity thing. This is annoying. It's not supposed to be stressful. Let's just go to this other place that's like that will have us. And all my fr- other friends, you know, my L.A. friends are like, my closest friends in L.A. are like, yeah, cool, let's just do that. So all of a sudden, the original party idea, it goes to the wayside. Things are getting a bit confusing, which I don't like because New Year's Eve is stressful. It's fucking stressful. It's a nightmare. And I was trying to avoid that. And I'm such a, a, an uptight, anxious, anxiety-ridden, overthinking person who's also quite sensitive could feel like as New Year's Eve rolled around on the, on the day of New Year's Eve I went on a hike but I was already panic stricken internally because I wanted to make sure my code name Roman boyfriend was going to have a good time in LA and that he felt situated that he was going to be with his friends as well um, and then I just start getting a little bit antsy and I'm stressed out and he's not and I'm kind of upset that he's not stressed out and you know the day is kind of quickly going by so quickly and, and you know, I, it's important to eat a lot of food on New Year's Eve. You want to line your stomach so when you go out and you either do drugs, which I hope you didn't do, but you probably did, let's talk about it, or if you're going to drink a bunch, which I did, which you probably did and I hope you didn't drink and drive, whatever. You have to 
coat your stomach so you're all ready and all prepped to go when you fucking get wasted or whatever the fuck. Ugh. I knew I should have just gone to Joshua Tree. I should have just gone to Joshua Tree. Next year, I swear to God, remind me if I forget. I'm going to the desert. I'm going to Integratron. I'm going to do a sound bath. I'm going to do a sound bath healing in the desert. Like a whimsical chic hippie. Okay? That's what I'm going to do. Anyway, we go on a hike. You know, I'm trying to get the night together and get it organized, and I'm, like, annoyed that I seem frantic and my dude seems totally at ease, and that's annoying because I feel like he thinks he's better than me or something because he's so calm and chill, as they say. So then we're thinking, where do we want to go to get dinner? Do we want to go to some fucking bullshit, expensive, preset dinner thing at all the restaurants in L.A.? And Because that's how it is on New Year's Eve, pretty much. And I say, no, we're not going to do that. Let's just get food at Whole Foods. We'll get food at Whole Foods, we'll, we'll order, or, 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 or we'll order a pizza, We'll come home, we'll get ready, we'll get picked up in an Uber car, we'll go out to this weird party that we didn't intend on going, which should be fine. P.S. Did I mention that my ex-boyfriend lives in the guest house of the party we are now going to? Which is totally lame of me, but at the same time, who gives a fuck? Like, I, I, I let my, my, uh, my boyfriend know. I was like, is it cool that so-and-so lives on this property? And he's like, yeah, I guess. And I'm like, okay, completely insensitive of me. I didn't mean to be, but I just thought, this is where the party is. I don't know. I just want everybody to have fun at a party. I don't know. I'm trying to organize something. I let the ex-boyfriend know, hey, we're going to be going to this thing. And it seems like everything's totally fine. Um, And then we didn't line our – okay, so – we, we, got, we got overwhelmed at Whole Foods. We didn't get any food at Whole Foods because we got overwhelmed too quickly. So we left. We thought we'd order a pizza. All the pizza deliveries are not happening until two hours. Like, they, you can't get a pizza for about two hours. And that's when we get in a fight. So now we're in a fight. Me and my boyfriend are in a fight about food. Like, what are we going to do? Oh, I just want to be alone to be calm. I don't know. Like, so like, we're having this fight about prepping to go out to a party that we feel like on this night of where you feel so stressed to have fun, like this, like, it's so anxiety-ridden, it's so fucked, like, so he goes, oh, I make, like, a frozen pizza in the fridge, thank God I even had anything in the refrigerator, ugh, these non-white girl problems I'm telling you about, that's racist, people have problems, okay, white or not, I can't believe you, how dare you, lots of people have, have non-problems, no matter what ethnicity, fucking racist jerks, anyway, he gets food, he goes to Erewhon, he gets food, probably spends more money than he would have had we just gone to a fucking douchebag restaurant and ordered their prefix menu or whatever the fuck. Uh, we eat the food, he even brought me flowers, we're in a good place, we're getting ready, everything's calm, it was a shitty blip, it sucked, whatever, we get picked up, I start drinking before we get picked up, um, I already start to feel like I didn't line my stomach enough with food. We go to the party. I see the ex-boyfriend. The ex-boyfriend is there. He meets my new boyfriend. It's a bit awkward. I'm thinking, oh, God, maybe this isn't, oh, God, why have I, oh, fuck, why was, this is so my style. Aha! Anyway, let me get away from him. It's packed enough. doesn't matter. The whole house smells kind of, it's bizarre. It's a bunch of, like, circus people and bizarre faces, people I don't really know except for my group of friends, which is all that matters, who ended up all being on ecstasy except me and, and my boyfriend. We are not on ecstasy. Um... The house smells bizarre. It has a very homemade, weird, bizarro smell to it. Hey, to each his own, but that doesn't work for me. Anyway, I'm drinking. I'm getting a little bit drunker. 
everything's pretty much fine. I'm on the dance floor. It's a little bit hectic. It's not ideal. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The view's great. Blah, blah, blah. We're dancing. Then I go over to a bunch of people who are smoking pot. And I don't smoke pot. And this really drunk guy says, so try try this. Like, have, have some pot. And I'm drunk enough where I go, oh, okay. I take one tiny puff. My boyfriend takes it out of my mouth, thank God. And then I was done for. That's when the shift happened. That's when I went from, we're having a nice night. We're drunk on the mountain. No big deal. It's New Year's Eve. It's just any other night, but at least we're having fun. I'm dancing on the dance floor with a baby. Because there's a baby on the dance floor, which is really weird. And I picked the baby up out of the stroller and danced with the baby. That was cool. And I had a beautiful moment with my with my codename Roman boyfriend. You know, we kissed. We said romantic things together. It was intense. It was lovely. It was beautiful. And then I did that one hit of pot. And it fucking wrecked me. And I didn't throw up. But I became that girl that's like that I had seen at the beginning of the party. At the beginning of the party, there was a girl sitting by the bathroom on a, on a couch, and she, her head was just kind of like, Ugh. and I was like looking at her, thinking, Ugh. glad I'm not that girl. And then I fucking became that girl. I'm. It's humiliating. It's not a sexy look. I didn't vomit, but people did see me like sitting down on the corner when I was trying to leave the party with my head in my folded arms. That's not a sexy look ever. That's that's not my vibe. That's not my goal. And I did that to myself, and it sucked, and it was shitty, and I was really rude to the guy I'm dating, and it was horrible. I turned into a monster. We were just, it was like we were trapped on this bizarre mountain. Cars couldn't get up there. It's a clusterfuck because, once again, that's the energy of the night on New Year's Eve. Fun, fun, fun. We must have fun. It's obligated fun. It's we must do this. We, we, we you know, ah, like we couldn't get off this mountain. Anyway, I'm gonna get to the rest of that story in a second. I'm gonna take a phone call because I think it's important. I actually take a phone call. Uh, area code five six two. Uh, yeah. Hi. How's it going? It's really good. Thank you for letting me tell the longest story ever. What's going on? It's a great story. Um, it was really uh, I just was uh, thinking about that that beautiful area of Laurel Canyon where there's just so much history in that area. It's beautiful, part of Los Angeles, Hollywood. I know who this old is. Hollywood. So you can tell everybody else who this is. I, tell, okay, what's your um, name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Then tell me everything. Uh, my name's Avi. I'm 23 years old. I'm calling from uh, Long Beach, California. Um, I'm a I'm a professional uh, skateboarder and uh, snowboarder. Ah! That's so cool. You must be ripped. Yeah, I'm working on it, but I I prepared a poem um, that I wanted to read to you on the air. That is like a it's an older poem. It's very old, um, but I is would that be okay? Oh my God, yes, read the poem. Is this for everybody or just okay. for me? This is um this this is for everybody. Okay. Happy New Year, everybody. This is for you. Happy New Year. Here you go. Okay, there's an introduction. <clears throat> Um, can can you hear this? First, I need to see if you can hear the sound. Can you hear that? Uh, kind of, yeah. Kind of faint, right? Okay, here yeah. we go. Okay, here it goes. It leaps in my heart as it rains on the town. What languorous hurts? Thus pierces my heart. O oh, sweet sound of rain, 
on the earth and the root. For a dulled heart with pain, or the song of the rain. It weeps without reason in my disheartened heart. What, there's no treason? This grief's without reason. It's far the worst pain not to know why. Without love or disdain, my heart has such pain. And there's my that's my poem for for Boy Crazy Radio. Wait a minute, is this your ghost? Did you kill yourself and this is your ghost calling into Boy Crazy Radio reading that poem? No, no. I'm well alive. Sounded kind of emo. Was the background? Was it the background sound there? Did you hear it? Got the background sound. We got the. I got the words. And that, my, some of it may have been a little bit fuzzy, but I felt like I got it, and it seemed a bit emo. Yeah. But it sounds like you're it in love with the world. A, it's going to be a good 2014. Yeah, I mean that's that's the year that we're in now. So we're we're looking at a lot of a lot of good things that are going to happen. Um, this this 2014. I just wanted to ask you about what what you're most excited for in 2014. What I'm most excited for? Oh my god! Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm I have not been drinking. I'm no longer drinking. I'm eight oh, cool. days into the new year with no alcohol, so we'll see how long that that happens. Um, what I'm That's excited good. about? Well, well, I have a lot of hopes and dreams that I'm 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 not brave enough to be so vulnerable to share, like super specifically on Boy Crazy Radio. But I have a lot of things that mm-hmm. I want to happen. Um, I guess I want to get up earlier and utilize my day more because there's so much shit I want so to do. Yeah, so I want to do yeah, that. Yeah, like, like, like six, like six a.m., eight a.m., nine a.m., ten. Like, what, what are you thinking? What are I, you kind of? I'm thinking eight, eight a.m. for sure. It's cool. I mean, usually, what's what's your what's been your standard before? Uh, what's been well, your average? Different. If I have to work, if I have to work. Um, I, I can get up if I need to for a job or something, or, or like you know if I have to meet someone. But I'm a night person, so I'll stay up till four in the morning. I'll stay up till five in the oh, morning. Oh yeah, definitely. Sometimes, but like sometimes, I mean, I'll wake up. It's so embarrassing. I wake up, but then I wake up at ten thirty or eleven, so I don't get enough sleep. It's kind of late in the day. Sometimes, mm, yeah. Fucking, oh, over the holidays, I slept until like one at one point, or even maybe even later. It's too embarrassing. It's oh yeah. Embarrassing. I've you know I've I've been there. I've been in that. I've been in the same place, Alexi. I totally, I totally get the feeling, you know, especially when you wake up at like 10 or 11 or later, but you, you feel like some of the day's gone and you're just yeah, and so go, tired and, you know, yeah, what are you going to, then what have you? I have a shame spiral. <clears throat> and that happens to me and I shame myself and I go, oh, and then I can't get out of the house yeah, and it's like four o'clock yeah. and I still haven't left the house. Wait, what did you do? What did you do for New Year's Eve? By the way, everybody, um, that's obvious. Oh, I had a this great New Oh hi, hi. It's me. Okay, so what, what did you do for New Year's Eve? Oh, so um, so on New Year's I uh I got together with my old one of my old best best friends Melinda, and we um we uh we went to Seal Beach because she works in that you know Seal Beach, Orange County mm-hmm. area, um and she's been a really close friend of mine for a long long time, um very close to my heart and we. We were going to go on the pier and, and each listen to a song on our iPods at the, the very moment of, of 12, but they had closed off the end of the pier. So instead, we um we went somewhere else on the beach, um, although 
then that was crowded, so we walked into the neighborhood. And Seal Beach is a really small township type of place. So there's the city hall, the town hall itself is in the middle of the neighborhood. With them, so it's very enclosed and it's like a house except it's a Spanish villa type city hall with like a little fountain and stairs and vending machines and nobody was there and we walked in we'd never been there before and there are these vending machines and we got like candy and soda out of these vending machines just like for fun and then we sat then we sat down in the first midnight minute of the uh, of January you know 2014 um, we were listening to each a song next to a to a small koi pond in Seal Beach's City Hall courtyard, and nobody nobody knew we were there. And then we danced in the grass for about 20 minutes, each individually on our own iPod songs. And then uh, we brought in the New Year dancing, you know, in you, a fun, a in a fun way. It was a good, I was really glad. I was like, you know what, I'm really grateful for this. This is like, I'm really glad I have this, this kind of New Year's. You know, like, I always try to, I try to have a spiritual... I like to chronologically have, like, you know, dark times of spirituality or marking it for myself, you know, in, in some sort of, you know, worldly worldly tangibility. And I felt like that was accomplished. It was beautiful. Um, but, but, well, mine, but you mine, had a, mine was horrible. I had a horrible – well, my thing ended with, with I – basically I was, like, in and out of being blacked out because I, I had one hit of pot after drinking. Right. It's totally not that what I did. I, well, I had a little bit of marijuana, and it's not my style, and I don't know why I did that. And even earlier in the night, I said, in my brain, I said to myself, ugh, gross, just the, it's just the idea of smoking any pot, I know I will vomit. Don't do that, Alexi. And then I did that, and and then I just turned into the biggest monster to the guy that I'm dating, and basically it was like this it was like some weird reality show challenge where it was like, how do we get off this mountain? Cause no cars could get up the hill, like all the way to the top of like Kirkwood and Laurel mm-hmm. Canyon or something. So oh yeah, like, I know the area. Yeah. And then <laughs> so we're trying to get off the mountain. So we're trying to get off the mountain and I'm like saying crazy shit to him being like, can you just be a man and like help me? Like just like horrible oh, shit. Like wow. horrible. And, yeah. Horrible. I Yeah. And then, and then, I'm like sitting down, like the um, I'm not just like kind of like crouched down, like waiting to figure out what we're gonna do. And I think I was running from him, and I was going one way, and he's like, "We need to go this way." And I'm like going down weird trails of this weird mountain or whatever, and getting lost. And he's following you're, me. You're I'm probably being a, you're you're probably running into the ghost of George Harrison along the way. And Neil I Young. wish, God, I, I, that sounds beautiful, but that's not what happened. Then these two guys. <laughs> And these two dudes who are all creepy that I barely remember, but I actually did see them, and I could I remember hearing their voices and like and just being around, were saying to me and my boyfriend, going, "Hey, um, if you guys want to come over to our house, we live right down at the end of the corner." So basically, we almost got raped by two murderers, raped and murdered by these two creepy murderer dudes who were like being really weird, and then we had to like. Sounds very sketchy. Very sketchy, and the dude. That was dude you I'm and that was you and Roman. That was me and codename Roman boyfriend, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> but then, so you guys didn't go with them, I'm assuming. Of course we didn't go with them. Wait, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take another phone call. But, but, um, but yeah, I feel like we're. You really think anything. they were that dangerous? Did they really seem well, very those guys? Codename Roman boyfriend, and from what I remember from from hearing these guys' voices. They're very condescending. They're kind of lechy. They're kind of like gave off like a weird like Silence of the Lambs like 
like weird. Weird. They probably wanted to swindle you guys into some sort of, you know, like Kama Sutra type of. Yeah, totally. Of course. Totally. I don't blame them. And then, and then, codename Roman boyfriend had to say, "Hey, stop being so condescending, guys. We're fine. Like, leave us alone." And then he had to shake them off. Like they wouldn't leave. And then finally they left. And they're like, "Well, we're right down there, if you want us." Like, oh, it's so weird. So basically, damn. Basically, the boyfriend that I was accusing of not being a man or helping me in any way was basically, like, keeping me from getting raped and murdered and actually, like, wonderful. But, and... Yeah, you know what they say about Laurel Canyon, though, Lexi? What'd you say? You know know what they say about Laurel Canyon, though? What do they say? They say, um, what goes up the canyon will even eventually come down. Hmm. I'm just kidding. And that's why I'm hanging up on the obvious. I love you, Avi. By the way, if nobody knows that, who Avi is, Avi is a most wonderful, uh, did I say recording artist? What's what's the jargon you use? He's a musician. He's in a band. He's, you know, the main dude in the band. And the band's called Avi Buffalo. He's been a guest on Boy Crazy Radio before. Super awesome. You should totally look him up and buy his album. Anyway, um, the worst feeling, though, and then I'll fucking put this boring uh, New Year's Eve story that's going nowhere fast to bed, the worst feeling is when you wake up on New Year's Day, or any day for that matter, after going out and drinking too much, the worst feeling is when you wake up and you go, oh, what happened last night? It was, oh, no, 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 fuck, and then you're like, oh, God, I did that, oh, fuck, and then you have to deal with the aftermath of, like, repairing the damage that you did to people who love you and are nice to you or your friends or were your friends. Ugh, that is the worst feeling. That's such a shitty feeling. All right, I'm going to take another phone call. Area code 207. What area code is that? Hi. <laughs> Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Thanks Hi. for calling Boy I'm. My name's Dayla, and I'm 21, and I'm calling from Portland, Maine. Yay! What's up? Um. Okay, so I have some boy troubles, and I want to get your insight. Um. So basically, I've been dating this guy, kind of, who's, um, who I met through this other guy that I was dating, and I, like, wasn't really interested in him at first, and he was, like, really persistent in, like, wanting to, like, meet with me. Like, he was Facebooking me, and, like, and I kind of, like, blew him off, like, wasn't really Facebooking him back. And then I was just, like, I'm just going to take a chance on this guy because he's just, like, trying really hard. Um, so we – so I went over to his house and, like, hung out with him and, like, got to know him and, like, hung out with his roommates and stuff. And we, like, kind of hit it off. And, like, I ended up spending the night but, like, didn't sleep with him the first night. And so – We've been kind of, like, doing this for, like, a couple weeks now, like, hanging out and stuff. Um, And then this past Saturday night, I was at his house for a party, and he, like, tried to get me and this girl to have a threesome, which... No, next, we're done. Plus this dude. I'm not done. Keep going, keep going. What happened? I have to know. The thing that I was confused about was because, like, we were talking about, like, our sexual fantasies one time, like, while we were hanging out, and I was just, like, and he was just, like, well, obviously I want to have a threesome, and I was just, like, I might do that at some point in my life, but, like, not with, like, it would have to be, like, not with people that I, like, know, and he, like, tried, and so, like, he tried to do that, and I was, like, not down with it, and I was, like, 
and I like told him that and then and then I was like really upset that night and like was like sad and like he like convinced me that he was really sorry and like all this stuff and I was like and I like believed him and then so like thought that this whole thing was over and like texted him the next day and I was like okay like I I appreciate your apology like let's just forget about it and like asked him if he wanted to hang out the next day and he like didn't text me back and so I basically just bitched him out and like called him out last night and was just like and he like added the girl on Facebook and I saw it and I was like totally not cool like that you even added her on Facebook like what the fuck and he's like keeps like texting me he's been texting me all day like saying how sorry he is and stuff and so I don't know what to do okay well here's I'm going to tell you what to do okay okay the dude is not for you and here and there are a few things that went wrong on both ends he was okay so there was lots of promise he pursued you real hard and you had one of those romantic, youthful, 20-something, 20, 20 early 20-something days where you're hanging out, and then you sleep over his house, and you don't have sex, but you make out, and you stay up all night. Whatever you did, that's awesome. That's so fun. That's the best feeling in the world. You're like, oh, my God, this new person. I, this, how did I even get here? Fantastic. And then, like, he tried to do the threesome thing with you. That sucks. Because I don't know what you're looking for, but since I'm playing the part of your big sister, like, and we're girls. I'm looking for, like, a serious relationship, and I told yeah. him that, and he, and he, like, told me that he was, like, looking for that, too, but I don't get why he would do that. Well, that's the thing. He fucked up. If he really, there are two things. If he really does want a, a serious relationship, and this is how he plays that game, and he wants to have a, a threesome with somebody he wants to have a serious relationship with, which doesn't sound right, um, then, then this is not the guy for you. I, this Overall, this is not the dude for you. He's yeah, that's that's not right. You you don't want that. Next next time, here's how you can how how you can remedy this in the future. Don't talk about fantasies like so soon with the dude that you're dating, and don't bring up three. So, oh no, well don't maybe don't have that conversation too soon. Or or you know if he says, oh, but he's the one who said he wants to have a threesome. Well, this is why you just have to pay attention to what dudes say because they mean what they say, and and then you can suss out. If you like the guy, when they reveal these little details about themselves, you can go, oh, okay, so he wants to have a threesome. Hmm, I don't really feel comfortable with that. Ugh, that kind of creeps me out. Because one thing I would do with guys, that I would, I would go out with them, we'd go out to dinner, or we'd be hanging out, or whatever we're doing, and I'd go, um, have you ever been to a prostitute? Like, just because I ask these crazy questions, like, right out the gate, like, all intense, and I give the guy the illusion that, he can say nothing, he, if he can be totally honest with me, there's no wrong answer because he thinks he's totally safe with me, but he's not. And I'm like, because I'm still gauging whether or not I like the dude. And if a guy ever told me, yeah, I saw a prostitute, like, you know, I've been a few times, or I went, like, for me, I, I'd be like, my heart would just shut. It would just close. Yeah. And I would be like, I don't want to be with a dude who's been to a prostitute because I don't, there are a lot of guys I know who have not been to prostitutes, and I prefer those guys, you know, because it has to do with, like, how you see women and, and sex and all this shit. Yeah, that's anyway, a really whatever. good point. So, and like, how should I play it with him from now on? Like, he texted me today and was just like, he was like, do you honestly think I'm a shitty person? Because I, like, was, I said that to him when I was, like, freaking out at him. And I, like, just didn't text him back. But, like, we go to the same bars and places, so I know I'm going to see him out. You know what? When you see, just stop texting with him. Just disengage. 
And when you see him out, just like, you know, don't go out of your way to say hello. Just like if he comes to the side, just go, hi, I'm just really busy. Nice to see you. Are you good? Cool. And just go back yeah. to your stuff. Just be compassionately detached. I'm going to talk about that in a second because that's something I learned this holiday from a really good friend of mine. It's this thing called compassionate detachment where the dude's not right for you. I want him out of your life, okay? But you can be cool and you don't have to be mean to him or mad or because you hold all the meanness and anger inside you when you feel that way about someone, so you don't want to have to fucking be walking around with all that bullshit and anger and blah, like all that shit in you. Who cares? He's just not right for you. He's not a horrible person. He'll find the girl that's right for him. It's all good. You guys tried each other on for size. It's only been not very long. I'm sure it was like a matter of weeks, not even months, so this all went down. So here's yeah. what – so stop texting with him. Stop Facebooking with him. And, and if and when you do see him out – do what I told you. Just be totally cool, calm, and collected. Be friendly. Don't go out of your way. Don't get into anything with him. And uh, and just be like, I'm not just really busy, or don't even worry about. It. Or I'm just I'm I'm busy and and um, I'm working on other stuff. And I've just been like, you know, I've just been really stressed out about other stuff. You know, so it's nothing personal. Just just be like that with him, and then and just keep calm because. If he gets mad at you, that's on him. Like, just be cool and calm and collected. Like, he has no he has no power over you anyway, so just don't. Right. And, oh, and another thing. Here's what I wanted to say. Like, he's not your boyfriend. He was never your boyfriend. So for you to get so mad at him, I understand that you, like, wanted it to be something, and you're disappointed because he let you down as a guy, which sucks. He's not, like, right. the guy that you hoped he, he could have been, and he fucked up. But he's allowed to put, like, he's allowed to add the girl on Facebook. And you can notice all this shit, and you can suss it out. But it makes you yeah. look crazy when you fucking yeah, confront a dude. Yeah, it makes me look a little crazy, and I kind of regret doing that, but whatever. It, felt, made I, me feel it made me feel better about myself to, like, bitch him out and, like, kind of be a bitch about it. So, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't go back in time, and you felt good, and you followed, and you're, 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 like, you know, you're just emotional about all this stuff. So you did it, but next time, just, if you notice things, these things happening, just, you don't need to tell him all this stuff. Just notice it, and it's a stronger choice to just keep it to yourself and just and and then just kind of like then cut him out of his life. And, and he doesn't have to know all the thoughts in your brain. You know, I had to learn this from my therapist because I I wouldn't have any filter. I'd be like, well, with with every dude. And I went, oh, I can pick and choose what I say, and, and you just have to have a bit more control because then it's just more powerful for you. You know? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. But if he's your boyfriend, that's another story. Then bitch him out. But this dude, how long did you know this dude for? Like only a couple of weeks. Like it's not even yeah. anything really that big of a deal at all. Yeah, but people affect people, and now you know. And now this is just an awesome experience because now you know, you know, more for next time with a different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Thank you so much. No, I just needed that. Like I needed that. So thank you. Yeah, fuck that dude. I'm excited. You're gonna meet somebody way cooler and and you know write down all the shit. Did you already write down your New Year's resolutions? What? Did you already write down your New Year's resolutions or anything you want to do for the year and all your goals and stuff? Um, I haven't really decided yet. Like, I think one of my things is to like stop dating losers. One of the <laughs> big things. <laughs> so that's, that's the main one I'm trying have. to focus on. You, yeah. You've already stopped the loser. This is fantastic. You've already you can check that off the list. Like you already took care of yourself and you've like protected yourself from going any further with this douchebag, you know? 
Seriously. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for calling. Um, area code 217? 217, is this you? Area code 217, are you there? I can't hear you. I'm, I'm, I don't know what's happening. I'm going to put you on hold. Anyway, so I told you I went on my fucking diatribe about New Year's Eve, and and I had to, like, you know, which was a little bit interesting because um, up until this point in my relationship, I have never gotten, I mean, I've been actually really mad about things, but things that I I was justified being mad about and that I think the dude I'm dating felt that I was justified in being upset with him about. But this weird night of wacky terror uh, monster, Alexi, drunk on New Year's Eve, which I think was a bad night in general for a lot of people because, like, there's just, just the energy in the air. And I think, like, you know, I don't know. I read, I, I read my horoscope, and it said, it said that it was going to be a funny night and that it was going to be a bizarre evening. So, anyway, so my anger towards him, like, I think, I think he'd never seen me so crazy. So sometimes it actually, well, for me, the idea that I had fucked it with him made me terrified. I was like, oh, my God, did I just jeopardize this wonderful thing? So it kind of made me just, like, you know, put me in my place until, like, two days later when I got when I was grumpy again about something else. But that was different. That was totally different. But, um, yeah, I guess I'm showing my – anyway, it brought us closer together, I think. I will hope I, – I would like to hope that this brought us closer together and that he saw more of me, not the best me, but the more, more of the real me – and where my, my, I don't know, where my demons uh, go. Anyway, and then maybe value him more because the idea of losing him was devastating and terrifying and gave him, gave him more power in the relationship, which it sucks, but was also kind of sexy and cool. Anyway, um, aside from that, this has nothing to do with any of that, but I went to, this is, really has nothing to do with any of that. I went to Home Depot the other day because, I need some stuff around my house, so I'm trying to get more organized. This is 2014. I'm trying to – I need to build a shoe rack or some kind of weird thing, a shoe organizer, if you will. And uh, I want to I, I put up a jewelry rack. I don't know what to do. So I thought I'd build something weird or get something at Home Depot. And I love the smell of wood. And don't turn that into a sexual innuendo because you can, and it also works as a sexual innuendo for me because, you know, I do love giving blowjobs to people I like. Anyway, how dare you? Anyway – Okay, so I went to Home Depot the other day to get this stuff. I wandered around for about an hour. And why didn't anybody fucking tell me how many beautiful babes lurk at Home Depot? I mean, I'm the lurker. But who knew that Home Depot was a babe mecca? They're just glorious men just walking around left and right. Not that I'm interested, but I'm not fucking dead inside and I have eyeballs. I couldn't believe it. There were even some stylish hipsters happening. With their, they had their girlfriends with them, which is kind of annoying, but whatever. Um, what else? And that means they're homeowners or that they care a lot about their apartment. And that means a lot to me. And I thought that was pretty cool. So I would just like to tell everybody out there, single girls, start hanging out at Home Depot with your girlfriends. Or maybe just go by yourself, but don't get raped and murdered. Um, I went at night. I went at a kind of a sketchy time to the one on Sunset. There's a huge one on Sunset in Los Angeles, and I went at like 9 p.m., walked around for an hour, got very overwhelmed, and then just fucking left everything that I thought I was going to buy. I just left it somewhere and had to get the hell out of there. But I learned that that's where men go. 
and possible homeowners at that, and that's important. The ice and the uh, the Apple Store, Home Depot, Whole Foods. These are places to meet good men. It's 2014. Let's treat dating like a fucking job, because it is a job. All right, you need, you need to know what you're doing. If you want to meet a, a you know a band dude, the floppy-haired uh, musician type, music lover. You go to Amoeba because it means he has a soul and he's a bit sensitive because he doesn't just get all of his music on iTunes and on Amazon. And you can go up until the second floor and pretend you're listening to music if they even have those listening stations because why the fuck would I go to Amoeba because I'm in a relationship and I have a computer and I don't want to leave my house. And we have Spotify where I can feel music, so it's a big deal. But... When I used to be even more boy crazy, you go to the second floor of Amoeba Records in Los Angeles, also on Sunset, right near the arc light, and you go and you uh, pretend you're listening to music, and you look down, and you can fucking troll all the dudes, all the dudes just walking around, hanging out, looking for music. Anyway, those are some tips from me to you. Um, Yeah. I'm going to spray some... Mouth spray into my mouth mouth hole right now. Ugh. Okay. My mom got me this herbal breath tonic. Gross. Herbal breath tonic. It's spearmint flavored. It is made with organic herbs. She got me this because she it's like I had an I had an intervention. I apparently I'm completely addicted to Listerine mint spray and Listerine mint strips. And my mom told me that those are carcinogenic, and she gave me this fucking bullshit breast tonic herbal spearmint spray, which I don't mind at all. It tastes good, and I love spraying stuff in my mouth. How dare you? Don't you dare think I don't know where you're taking that. I'm talking about breast spray and cum. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. You guys, God. Ridiculous. Anyway, I do love spraying breast spray into my mouth. But this doesn't make my breath better. It might make it worse, but it's still exhilarating and intoxicating and fun and, and, you know, perks me up and whatnot. But the Listerine spray is dangerous and possibly cancerous and sweeter. And that's exciting. But I'm going to try. I've been flossing, and I'm going to use this bullshit breath tonic. That's what I got for, for Christmas. I got a toothbrush and toothpaste and breath tonic for my mom. Um, oh, one of the highlights of the holidays was I got to leave and escape my life and family and go meet uh, my uh, the dude I'm dating's family. That was great. His family is fantastic. I got more presents from his family than I think I've ever gotten from my own family, which is a delight. But I had a, I had a very troubled childhood, or I, have, I had a bit of a troubled childhood, a bizarre childhood. That's why I have a website called I'mBoyCrazy.com. That's why I have daddy issues. That's why I'm a, I used to be and probably continue to be a people pleaser, but not so much anymore. That's why, uh, you know, a lot of things, because I had a fucked up childhood. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? It doesn't matter. We all have fucked up childhoods. Um, it's so boring. <sighs> Whatever. Where are we at now? Where am I at now? What can I do now? But to aid the story, I thought I bonded with the guy I'm currently dating over our fucked up childhoods. And uh, 
you know, he told me where he came from and the story of his life and his background and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, it's deep. It's, you know, like, God, it's crazy. I told, I had my own issues. Oh, yeah, we're like troubled souls. We're like little broken birds coming together. We're going to love each other and, and make each other whole again or whatever. We're both whole on our own, but, you know, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. We're like, we like trauma bonded. Or I felt like I, I, I internally trauma bonded with the dude I'm, I'm currently dating because he had a fucked up childhood. So I leave L.A. I don't get a Merry Christmas or whatever from my dad. We're not even speaking. You know, my mom doesn't get a Christmas tree. I got a toothbrush from her like a week after, like, you know, many days after Christmas, and it was just, I don't know. I just don't have a traditional thing happening, all right? I go to his house, and... It's fucking like a Norman Rockwell painting. It was crazy. Who is this guy? I feel like I've completely been lied to. It was like, it was awesome. His family was incredible. They like picked us up at the airport. There's a Christmas tree. Like we go to his Nana's house, or I guess that's what you call a grandma and a family that is a real family. Nana? 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 That's what, that's what she's called. He has a wonderful grandma, uh, little cute little angelic you know, nieces and nephews running about, people being nice, it's a dinner thing, and the next day, it's like, it's like, oh, presents, we have to open presents, it's 8.30 in the morning, and I'm like, whoa, what's happening, this is crazy, and like, you know, I'm reading a bedtime story to one of the little six-year-old niece girls, and making up stories, and like, and then in the morning, we're opening gifts, and there's like, you know, his mom's like, the fresh hot chocolate, and here I'm making crepes, and who wants more sausages and bacon? And I'm just like, well, what the fuck? Like, this is amazing. You told me your life was crazy. But I, like, anyway, I can't believe it, which actually makes me feel good. I mean, it shouldn't make me feel bad, but it's just funny. I just thought that I guess the guy I'm dating is basically a liar, and I've been had is what I'm saying. But thank God, because I love sausages. I love bacon. And uh, crepes are great. I love Christmas trees. I got a I got a gift certificate to Nordstrom for a hundred dollars. The grandma fucking loved me and brought presents for the mom and the grandma because I'm a class act and that's what you're supposed to do. So girls, remember, when you go to meet some dude's family, you bring the mom and the grandma or whoever you're meeting, mainly the mom and the grandma and the sister. If there's a sister, you bring them gifts. Okay, good. Anyway, I'm gonna try taking this phone call again. Let's see if they're there. Area code two one seven. Listen two one seven. You call in. Hello. You want to... Yes, it's you. What's your name? What we're I, I don't know what's going on. We have technical difficulty. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Oh, um, anonymous. Uh oh. Uh oh. What's happening? Um. So about the threesome thing, I my friend is actually going through something uh, kind of similar. Uh, right now, he's in a long-term relationship with a girl, and um, he's actively seeking a play partner for him and his girlfriend. Um, I, I guess, sorry. I said, ew, play partner. There's like weird, like terminology, like like play partner. Okay, go on. So, see, this is like an issue here. I I I thought you've always prided yourself on being fairly open-minded, but I suppose I don't know. That's like so, like someone to you know, like a partner, like I don't know, someone that like you, kind of like a fuck buddy, but a couple. I, I get. I'm a couple fuck buddy. I totally get it. So, so what's what's going on? Is this your problem, or you're calling on behalf of your friend? 
so like, well, so I agree with my friend. I feel like, like this girl, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe this guy is into threesomes or whatever, but what's so bad about that? Oh, I know. But the thing is, she's not into it. So bummed her out because she, she, she likes the guy. And, and then when you find out somebody's not kind of what you want them to be, it's a bummer. It doesn't mean the dude can't have a wonderful life and have threesomes. That's awesome. Like I've had a threesome. Like I never need to do it again, but I've done it. Like, yeah, do whatever you want. But when you when somebody, like, isn't what you want them to be, it's a bummer. So that's okay. So she can be bummed. Just like he can be bummed. She didn't want to have a threesome, and now they're back off in the world looking for new people, right? Well, I see, I see it like this. It's like you talk, you have a long conversation with the guy, and if it's, like, a huge problem, then obviously if it's, like, a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. It's like, no, like, it's not going to happen unless, you know, there's another chick involved at some point. Then, yeah, then obviously. But if it's, like, something they can compromise maybe, you know, I don't know, why not give it a shot? Because I feel like I feel like if they if their relationship just started and they're not even boyfriend and girlfriend and already there's like a weird issue of like miscommunication and like different values and whatever, then it's like it's next. You know what I mean? It's just already too complicated. But what, so what are you calling about? You're saying your friend? Are you calling about your friend right now? Or are you calling? Do you have a problem? I'm sorry. Oh no. Um. So, uh, no, I was just gonna call in to give give my two cents about that. But um, no, my friend's okay. He's cool. Um. I don't know. I hope he can find someone for his thing. It, it's kind of weird. I I wish his girlfriend would, would be able to get some action too from like a random dude. Cause it seems a little selfish to me for like the, the guy to get all this like play from another girl, but not for the girl to be able to, you know, get play as well. Oh yeah. So he, so does she, so does she want to do it at all? Or does, would she be interested in having a guy involved or what'd she say? That's the thing, like, she doesn't want that, like, apparently, well, that's what he tells me, at least, is that he wants to, he wants to have, like, he wants to have another girl brought into the equation, and for the, all those three to, like, you know, mess around, but he doesn't, I, I get the feeling, like, he doesn't want, um, like, a chick, like, a, another dude to come in and do stuff with her, you know? Yeah, of course he doesn't. Yeah, because with dudes, dudes actually penetrate a girl, and it's just more overwhelming and intense, but... Yeah, that is unfair. I don't like threesomes. I'm, I'm, I must be like boring and old fashioned or something. But I've done it once, and I was just like, you know what? I can get crazy enough with one dude, and I like the intimacy, and I like the same as one person. But like, I'm not. You know, everybody has their things they want to do. That's fine. It's you know, more power to them, I guess. But like, how long has this couple been together for? Oh gosh, uh, I want to say like six, seven years or something like that. How old are you? Uh, twenty-seven. Do you have any anything going on? Are you dating anyone? Are you single? Would you want to be the Would you want to be the third person, like the in in the threesome with this girl, so you can have sex with your friend's girlfriend? You know, so I'll I'll go tell you something kind of personal. This is kind of like okay. I thought I was, so I thought it was freaky, and uh, he convinced me one time. He's like, hey hey buddy, let's um, we're going on this formal during during college. He says. Hey, let's let's room in, let's room together at our hotel. Like me, you and your girlfriend, me and my girlfriend, get a get a hotel room together, you know, and then whatever. And I knew he's a very like you can tell he's very sexually active. You know, he's he's got a high sex drive, much more so than myself. And uh, so I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, it could be fun, I guess, you know. And I kind of figured he might try to do his girlfriend while we were both there in the same room. And um, so I, I went along with it. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, it, it feels like it's kind of like awkward and weird. Like I thought I would like it, 
but I see him like hammering her like a jackhammer. He's like going like a rabbit. And here I am, I feel like a wet log, you know, I'm just like, you know, pretty, pretty boring, I guess, real comparatively, you know? And so I feel like my girlfriend's giving me this look that's like, like, come on, get with the program, you know, just like get your shit together. And I'm like, Oh shit. All right. And so he, here he is and he's flipping her around doing all these acrobatic tricks, you know, like, flying trapeze or whatever, and here I am just kind of like, you know, I look like a, you know, I don't know, some old man or something. Oh, and so, oh my God, let me, let me get this straight. Now I, I thought it was just you alone in a room with your friend and his girlfriend. You had your girlfriend and he had his girlfriend and he was fucking her in, like, in the same room and then you were, your girlfriend was trying to get you to do the same thing to her? Yeah, exactly. So, like, we were both having sex with our respective girlfriends at the same time. Like, we had two queens. You know, the hotel room, so he was on that bed. I was on this bed. And, um, like, you know, I was like, oh, it's going to be fun. You know, both do our girlfriends at the same time. It's going to be hilarious. And, um, but it was it was definitely not. It was embarrassing. And um, he, uh, so that's, yeah, we were basically in the same room doing this. And uh, he was going crazy. He was awesome. And I was just, like, totally not awesome in bed. It's like, I, I didn't realize how bad I was until I saw that. And then I was like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty bad in bed probably, so. And then, oh, my um, God, maybe you were just shy. You were just shy. Okay, then what? Then what? Um, so then it gets really crazy. So I was like, can we move to another room? But there's no other room. Like, there's just the bathroom. And then there's, like, the room. So you go into the bathroom and start, you know, in there. And uh, I didn't know what else to do. I was like, I kind of, I didn't want him to show me up. So I, like took the there was a coffee pot for whatever reason the hotel designed it that way coffee pot in the bathroom so i take the coffee pot and smash it against the wall to make it like feel like we're having like rough sex and things are going crazy and um you know and then i like nudge her like scream or something you know make it seem like you know more dramatic or whatever um but uh needless to say it didn't really go over too well oh my god did your girlfriend just think you're like kind of a nerdy dork or what do you think? Is she laugh? It kind of sounds kind of funny. Is it, like were you guys both in on it together, like trying to just give the illusion of having crazy sex in the bathroom? Was she disappointed? Um so yeah, she was she was definitely not really playing along. She was definitely disappointed. Oh, but that's a that's okay. She's a soulless bitch, so I we're no I mean we I haven't been I haven't been dating her for like some time. I had dated another girl that had a really great relationship right after that. Um um, but that was, that was, yeah, that was a while ago. It was a long time ago. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing that with me. That's, you know, what's funny is like, that actually sounds sexy to me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this today or tomorrow or anything, but like, and I don't want to have a threesome, but if I was in the dark with a couple that like, where there was sexual tension with the other people in the couple, I don't really want to do this like, and right now, but I mean, like I can imagine if I were watching the scene in the movie. And, and you and your girlfriend and the other couple had sexual tension between all four of you. Have you seen that movie Drinking Buddies? I'm sorry? Have you seen the movie Drinking Buddies? You know, I so I have that I have that on my computer. I haven't watched it yet. Is it, is it pretty you good? You should watch it. You should watch it because it's similar. It's about two couples, and they, they kind of have, like, sexual tension with one another, and there's a little bit of overlap happening, and, and like – whatever, like, people have crushes on each other. But I'm just saying, like, it does sound kind of sexy. Like, if, yeah, if two people are in a room and it's kind of dark, maybe there's candlelights where it's just totally dark, and then both couples are just separately having sex, and you're not really having a foursome, and nobody's cheating. You just looks like you're in a porno or something. I think 
that's like turning me on right now. I'm gonna hang up the phone right now. I hope you're not jerking off, but I, I'm also insulted if you're not jerking off. But whatever. Thank you for calling anonymous. Um, phone lines are open six four six three seven eight zero six four nine. I'm going long tonight. I'm having a longer show because we're back. Boy Crazy Radio is back. It's 2014. The first show of the the first show of the year of the new year. Oh, my God. Actually, Avi, a caller from earlier, did ask me what my intentions were for this year. Let's see. Okay. Hmm. I already said wake up earlier. I'm going to drink less. So far, so good. I'm not drinking at all so far, but it's only eight days into the new year. Because um, I get confused about that. If you have a rough night of drinking, because I didn't drink for, like, maybe two and a half years or something, but now looking back, I realize that I didn't drink because, uh, I think because I was on Accutane. I took Accutane because I had bad skin, and I had to go on it twice, and it made my skin amazing, and I wasn't suicidal, and blah, blah, blah. And I I took it because they say that it can make you suicidal. But I took Accutane, and I took it really, and I I approached it very seriously. You're not allowed to drink alcohol because it's so hard on your, Accutane is so hard on your liver, you're not allowed to drink it while you're on, you don't always drink alcohol while you're on Accutane because it's just too fucking intense on your liver. So I didn't, and I had no problems because I was on the road to beautiful skin, and you know, and that was very easy for me to do because I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'm choosing my skin, and I'm not going to hurt my liver, and this is like a real thing. And I listened to my doctor, and there you go. Anyway, but uh, having a weird night like I did on New Year's Eve makes me a bit confused because, like, immediately the next day I wake up thinking, oh my god, I've got to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. I can never drink again. I'm never drinking again. And then I realized, well, no, I've, I've been fine all year. I've not had any crazy, real crazy moments. I've had, you know, I've probably had like two or three, like, okay, I'm done for the night. But no vomiting and no, like, blackout drinking. Um, and so I'm just trying to go, okay, how do I approach this? And I think it's something I'm going to go. I'm not going to go to AA because I don't need to do that. I'm not going to say I'm going to cut out drinking altogether. I'm just going to keep not drinking because it feels really good to not drink and it's not difficult for me to do. And and then, uh, I don't know, I have the option to drink if I want to, but I never drive and I just have to fucking monitor myself and treat drinking as a special uh, treat and uh, like a special ceremony kind of like precious thing like as opposed to, oh, yeah, I just do this every other night because I don't want it to be uh, such a part of my life. Anyway, I want it to remain a special thing that, that happens every so often. Anyway, um, what the fuck is my point? I don't even know if I have them. Oh, yeah, so I'm talking about my resolutions. Hmm, be super creative, work on all the stuff that I have that I want to write and make and all the stuff that, that's too vulnerable for me to admit right now. Oh, I want to go walking every day. It's very important that I walk every day because I forget. I'm very moody, and I can get really weird really quick and super bizarre super quick. So I realize that I have to remember all my coping tools and all my things that I need to do that make me a happier, better person for everybody who's around me and, most importantly, myself. And those tools are going on like an hour-long walk a day, writing. I have to write every day, and if I don't, I mean, I'll be fine, but I feel so much better if I write. Like, you know, basically if I just do some kind of stream of consciousness thing in my brain. And uh, I need to wake up earlier. Anyway, those are my, that's like a brief summary of my, my New Year's resolutions. 
that I'm sharing eight days into the new year. All right. I think I'm going to wrap up the show in a second. What else do I want to tell you? Um, here's what I'm excited about. I have a lot of guests that wanted to come on last year in, you know, in 2013, but uh, they're coming on in 2014. And it's, uh, who do I have? Some band called Holy Shit. I'm sure Ariel Pink is going to be coming back at some point. Avi Buffalo, uh, perhaps Jeremiah Green from Modest Mouse. That's exciting. Who else? Uh, Todd Strauss Schulten is a director. He did that, I mean, I don't know if you even care, but I care. He's great. I just did a short film with him that I just posted on my, um, it'll be on my website tomorrow, I'm boycrazy.com. It's called All's Fair. It's about how boys deal with heartbreak and, uh, you know, and heartache. And, okay, so his name is Todd Strauss-Schulson. He's the director, writer-director of that. He also did the movie Harold and Kumar Christmas. And then he's doing some other movie with some of the, oh, that's cool. I'm not allowed to talk about it. He'll talk about it later. Um, who else? There's just a bunch of band people in the Academy of And you can always tell me who you want me to have as a guest. Like, make some guest suggestions because it will be fun. And it's totally possible. And uh, you should tweet me your suggestions for guests that I should have on the show. At I'm Boy Crazy. And there you have it. Um, what else do I want to tell you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't get to tell you. Well, I guess I kind of explained it about compassionate detachment. I explained it when that girl called. Listen, I'll get to that later next week. You guys, thank you so much for tuning into Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you can go to imboycrazy.com for all the details. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at imboycrazy. You can you can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. It's so exciting. It's like totally legit or whatever. You can always call me uh, if you can't call into the live show, and that number. And you can leave me a message with your with your problem. Make sure it's under a minute and don't include your telephone number in your message. That number is uh, area code 888-666-2045. And just so you know, if you're listening to a rebroadcast of this, the show happens, like I said, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So go to imboycrazy.com to get all the details and, uh, and where you click to actually listen to the live show. But you have the number. You should totally save it in your smartphone. And the number to call into the live show is 646-378-0649. If you, the listeners out there, want to submit your music for me to play during I'm Boy Crazy, but during Boy Crazy Radio, you all you have to do is send me an MP3 to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject music. If you're in high school or college and you would like me to come visit you and speak at your college and uh, be the big sister in, that you never knew you needed or wanted in person, email me. At boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Subject, speak. I'm going to play us out with a song. Hmm. What's the song I'm going to play us out? Um, God, you guys. All right, I found the song. Well, thanks for joining me. And you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I. Love you. Make it a game. My nigga been hustling, trying to make him something. Ain't no 
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for and Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer lands 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by OD. Reward card requires online registration.